Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And then the first week is just like, Boom! This is what your life's going to be like. And they just fall apart. In the past, I guess there's been some spaces that they tried a little too hard to kind of tick those rules and kind of impress, and they've just missed the mark. You know, at first I thought I'd just be polite and, and wait until there's a moment to talk, and then I realised, no, no, it's not going to be a moment to talk. You just have to push your way in. Welcome to Style Rules, the official podcast of Home Beautiful magazine. I'm your host, Sarah Berman. I'm the editor of the magazine, and I've been working on this magazine for over a decade, which has given me some amazing exposure to the world of interiors and to the rules of style. So I'm really happy to be here and excited to introduce the magazine to our readers and our viewers in a whole new way. And I'm joined today in the studio by our style editor and my co-host, Fiona Michelin. Hello, everybody. So a little bit about what I do as a style editor. So I'm always out in the market seeing new things arriving in store and it's kind of my job to pull together looks for the magazine and website that are really on trend and so we're really excited to be doing this podcast so we can talk all things style. What Fiona actually does and what people might not really realise is she creates an entire home from scratch every (laughs) month which we then go in and photograph and make look amazing for our readers and of course give you all the details on where to find all those products and what are the new things to bring into your homes. It's a very fun job. (laughs) This is our first official episode of the podcast. Um, Each week we want to do exactly what the name of the podcast says. We want to distill the rules of style. And what do we mean by rules? We mean conventions like the idea that painting your walls white will make your space feel bigger. Mm, absolutely, a really common one. And often it's not true. A darker colour can make a space feel bigger. So we're really excited to kind of nut out these ideas and challenge them and make sure that people are pushing the boundaries and breaking some rules. And we're going to be exploring that each and every episode. But the reason we're launching this podcast now is because one of the biggest events on the HB TV watching schedule is about to launch and that renovation reality show House Rules on Channel 7, which seemed like an opportunity that was simply too good to miss. Yes, we're really excited and we're very excited to have a very special guest joining us for the first few episodes, House Rules judge Wendy Moore. So our readers will be very familiar with Wendy as she used to be the editor of Home Beautiful magazine and it is her seventh series on the show. So it's definitely fair to say, Sarah, that she is a true interiors expert and is going to give us some really good insight into not just the show, but some real rules of style as well. Wendy joined us at the HB headquarters a little earlier to chat about the upcoming series. Season so I, seven. I know. Can you I believe it? I cannot believe seven. that it was that I've been doing this for seven years now. It's just gone so fast. Um, obviously, this is my third year of working with Lawrence, so he and I are pretty good friends now, and I know him pretty well. Um, but having Jamie come on board has been just. It's been really fun and really interesting because Jamie's pretty opinionated, obviously, but he knows, you know, he's got a really clear idea on his version of design and what he loves. Um, and both Jamie and I have worked together. We've known each other for probably 20 years. And um, Lawrence and Jamie have done a show together in Malaysia for about seven years together. So they know each other really well, but it's the first time that the three of us have been together Um and it's 
pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of a lot of things that won't ever make it to air because I don't think they suit the time slot. Lawrence and Jamie both seem to bring it down a notch every now and then. <laughs> I've seen the first episode and Lawrence making references to Jamie's time at Manpower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe if Jamie there ever will be thought some he illusions. was going to get away with that. No, <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> So Lawrence is an interesting character as well and from my experience with him, he's very opinionated and very verbose. Do you get much opportunity to voice your own opinions on this show between Lawrence and Jamie? (laughs) It's been a a bit of a running joke because, uh, no, I really have to push my way in there. Um, Jamie, you know, and also because Jamie's kind of new, he really wants to get his voice heard Mm. and... Um, Lawrence is, you know, Lawrence is great at getting his voice heard. So, um, you know, at first I thought I'll just be polite and, and wait until there's a moment to talk. And then I realized, no, no, it's not going to be a moment to talk. You just have to push your way in. So every now and then I give them both the desk stare, like, can I have a moment to speak, please? <laughs> um, and then they go, oh, oh, yes, of course, Wendy hasn't said anything. Yet. The look, that's the look, Wendy. Yeah, apparently, yeah, I have the look. And, um, Stupidly, I had a bit of a laugh and told them that apparently I have a look, um, which I didn't, I wasn't aware of. And um, so now they very kindly pointed out to me every time I seem to have the look on my face. <laughs> I love the look. I do love the look. <laughs> I've heard about this look. Many times. <laughs> now I, I've got. I, I'm completely unaware of it. So, oh, I hope it never changes, Wendy. We're going to see it. We're going to see it on screen. I know we are. <laughs> so, how would you? I guess part of the reason why this judging panel has been put together is because you each bring something completely different aesthetically to the table. Mm. I feel like your aesthetic, obviously, for readers of Home Beautiful, they're very familiar with what uh, you'd. What, what Wendy Moore's taste and style point is, but perhaps you can talk us through that a little bit. And then also how does that compare and contrast with LLB and Jamie? Yeah. I guess look, I've always kind of seen my role, particularly after so long being on Home Beautiful, I've always seen my role of kind of coming at it from design and practicality like we know what looks beautiful we know what we want to see we know what we want to live with but um, I'm probably more likely to open the drawers and make sure that they've got what you need in them and and you know that 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 what what works for the eye also has to work for the lifestyle as well Um, so I'm always kind of like yeah yeah it looks pretty but I can't reach it or I can't open it or it hits the door or, you know, it's something practical. Lawrence is less concerned with the practical, which I think is is kind of fitting with his personality. You know, he always jokes about, well, I don't care if the washing machine's too high because the butler is tall. So yeah, <laughs> we kind of have those jokes there. But um, so he, he's obviously, he wants saturated design. At the end of the day, he, he is – a beautiful artist and a beautiful designer. Most of the suits that you see that have got painting all over them have been painted by him. That's um, amazing. Which is, and he is, you know, sometimes while we're just kind of waiting to go on set, he'll just sit there and kind of doodle on a notepad and it's just beautiful. All these kind of Renaissance patterns. And so he is, 
his his design is very sumptuous, very decorative, and he loves to see that kind of adventure. Um, Jamie, I think, is kind of interesting because, you know, he's got such a mixed background. Obviously, um, when we get to the exteriors phase, you know, that's where he's really going to blossom. But um, he, you know, he's got a lot of background now in industrial design. He designs a lot of furniture in Europe now. And so he does kind of look at the the form from more of a a structural design point of view and whether it works as far as a piece of furniture. And so I guess we all kind of come mm, from different angles. Yeah. And sometimes we agree. Very rarely do all three of us agree. And it's not, you know, I was kind of wondering, you know, were Lawrence and I always going to be at loggerheads with Jamie or were Jamie and I as Australians always going to be loggerheads with Lawrence or were they going to gang up against me? But actually, no, we... We agree with each other at different times on completely different things and sometimes Jamie and I agree and we're expecting Lawrence to completely agree and then he completely goes against what we were saying, which we're like, how can – what? We What? <laughs> <laughs> or he agrees with us and we think, but no, you're supposed to hate this. So you can you, – I, I like that about it actually. So we should talk a little bit about the upcoming season – and what you're hoping to see from the contestants on the show this year. So this year the contestants, look, I think we've got some interesting ones. We, they're relatively young. They're quite switched on from a design point of view, much more switched on than they have been as a group in the past. I think, you know, in, in past years we've always had a couple of really – Kind of promising designers and a couple that you think, oh man, you're never, you're never going to get it. <laughs> um, but they, they are, they are pretty switched on. And I think what we've seen so far is that they've, they've all got their strengths, but it's quite hard to pick the leading teams. And that's, that's kind of unusual. You do start to see a bit of consistency after a while, but we've seen some, yeah, there's a real changing of the guard almost every week, which I think is interesting. And Fiona, as a stylist, I think you bring a different perspective to the show. What would you hope that the audiences would get out of watching a show like House Rules? What sort of tips and tricks or? Mm, I, I guess the part that I love the most is trying to find that balance in between what the what the teams love in design and then trying to really hit those rules. And then also trying to get what the judges want because in the end it's about it's about the score, isn't it? And that's what kind of pushes them along. Um, so I really love seeing them kind of balance that to come up with something that's creative and but still really works functionally and is really beautiful and has that wow factor. In the past, I guess there's been some spaces that they tried <laughs> a little too hard to kind of tick those rules and kind of impress and they've just missed the mark and it's just been way too much, too much um, in a small space. And so I'm excited hopefully to see a little bit more refinement this year, um, a little bit more sophistication in the style. Um, and I want to see the teams kind of work together a bit more as well. So there's a little bit more flow in between the spaces. Um, I know that rarely actually happens, that they communicate and get those spaces working together. Um, but that's what makes the home and that's what makes – I guess when you've got a living room and a dining room next to each other, um, they really impact each other. So I want to see them communicating with each other um, so that, yeah, that it, that it all flows. I think you make a good point too about the rules because effectively the house rules are the brief that 
a homeowner gives an interior designer or architect. Wendy, have you seen what in the first renovation? How do you feel the teams responded to that brief? It being the first time that they had come across a set of rules. Uh, look, I think the first renovation was a bit of a baptism by fire, and they had so much going on that every now and then they go, "Oh my God, are we answering the rules? Quick, turn it into blue or something." <laughs> like there was that kind of panic to it. Um, I think as as they as they get a bit more used to what they're doing, they start getting better mm. at understanding how to integrate the rules into the design. And there is, you know, there was always that risk that they kind of box tick. And you can tell when mm. there's a box ticked room. They've tried too hard. Yeah, to, yeah, that they've literally just gone through and said, yes, we've addressed that, yes, we've addressed that. And I think really the best rooms are the ones that come up with a great design and then say, okay, does this answer the house rules? That element does, but if we do it this way, you know, that'll be even better. That doesn't really work. Let's change that little element to this so it does answer it. And so the house rules are considered, but really the design is inspired by a great idea. Yeah. What I hope to see as the series goes on, which I think we do see every series, is a less literal reading of those rules and a more creative interpretation. And I think that's where you see in the sh- you've seen in series past when when they reach that tipping point where they stop trying to tick every box and they start being creative and and innovating a little bit. That's where we start to see some interesting design choices and beautiful spaces come together. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and look, I think for anyone who's doing their own home, I mean if I walked into anyone's house um that, you know, they were planning to renovate and they told me what they wanted. And even if they did come up with five rules, which I actually think is a great starting point for any design, um, often those five rules, they're, they're always a little bit constrained by what you have and what you think you want. And I think the risk is that if you only ever stick to those rules, you never expand on their dreams and that's what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to use the rules as a guide for what they really love, how they see themselves living, what they dream about in their home and try and interpret that and make give them something that they never thought of themselves but understands what they wanted. And um, I, I think at the beginning the teams are looking at the rules, seeing them as a rule book and just following it to a T. And they're all, I mean, it's so hard at the beginning. You know, when I first meet them, they're all so shiny and <laughs> clean and happy and they all love each other. And then the first week is just like, boom, this is what your life's going to be like. And they just fall apart. The first week is always a mess. And um, so I think it takes a little while for them to get in a bit of a flow, work out between in the team who is best at what role, you know, who's the project manager, who's the shopper, who's the designer, who's the styler, who comes up with the ideas at the beginning, like all of those roles. In most relationships, whether it's brother, sister, two brothers, husband, wife, you know, mother, daughter, all of those kind of things, it's amazing how much of that has never been tested Mm. before. Or they think it's one way but they soon find out that that's a disaster. Yes. And they need to separate those two yes. from each other. Yeah. Exactly. So I think part of this is actually an evolution of a relationship as much as it is an evolution of the understanding of the, the, the rules of the game. And I, I, I love watching that unfold. You know, watching even last year with Kim and Michelle as a mother and daughter, watching them kind of evolve 
their relationship evolve was really quite lovely. And when they had the meltdowns, they were so angry with each other, but they were so upset that the other one had upset them that it was really hard to kind of get back to actually doing the job, you know? It was a real treat to have Wendy in the studio with us. She really, really knows her stuff. Yes, we love Wendy. And next week will be even more fun because we can talk about what is happening on the show. Woo! So we're going to be giving our HP style spin on each reveal, what we loved, what we think needed some love, which is personally what I'm looking forward to, um, as each home is revealed. And, of course, we're going to be talking the rules of style. And Wendy is going to be joining us every week to share her insights into what worked and what didn't work on the show. Um, and most importantly, why? Because because there's always a reason and it's not always that apparent when you're watching the show. Mm-hmm. And also we'll be sharing some snippets that Wendy recorded on the road with the other judges. So it's stuff that you won't see on the show, only here, and it's sure to be hilarious. It's time for us to go. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe to us. We'd love to hear all your feedback, so do get in touch. You can find us on Insta at Home Beautiful and myself is at Fiona underscore Michelin underscore stylist. And I'm at Sarah J. Berman, so send us a message. You can also visit us online at homebeautiful.com.au or email us. We're at homebeautiful at pacificmags.com.au. We'll catch you for the next episode. See you guys. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.